We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Home and home. Let's get your reaction to the Hall of Fame over the weekend. I went four for five. The only surprise to me on the Hall of Fame, and we should in case people have not yet uh, heard who made the Hall of Fame. Of course, it was the safety, Steve Atwater, the offensive lineman, Steve Hutchinson, Edge, Edger and James, the great Colts running back, and Bruce, Isaac Bruce, the Rams wide receiver, was your 2020 Hall of Fame class. The only surprise to me on those five over the weekend was Steve Atwater, and I'm a Broncos fan, and I love Steve Atwater, one of my favorite players growing up. Still think John Lynch is a better overall player, had more interceptions, had more sacks, had one more Pro Bowl, and one more All-Pro team. So a better all-around player, but maybe it came down to timing. Atwater uh, gets in first, and maybe Lynch gets in later. That was the only real surprise to me. Those were essentially the five that I would have voted for. But it seems you disagreed with the class far more than I did. Well, so first of all, it's very clear that there's a pecking order at certain positions and the voters believe someone to be a Hall of Famer and they kind of think, you know what, let's get this guy in now before it's too late. He's been waiting a long time, blah, blah, blah. And that was, it appears, why Steve Atwater got in. My guess is we're a year or two or three away from John Lynch getting in for the same reason. I think maybe that happens at wide receiver for sure as well. It was Isaac Bruce's turn. Then in a year or two, maybe it'll be Torrey Holt's turn. Then later on, Reggie Wayne. You know, there's kind of, Dave, like skip the line guys. You know, like Peyton Manning, right? Or in this instance, Troy Polamalu, where it's like, wow, that guy for sure, get him in, right? He is a Hall of Famer. But then if you're not that, if you're not like that skip the line guy, I think that there's a bunch of people. The Atwater Lynch, the Bruce Holt, you know, where they just kind of feel like, yeah, they're deserving and... They'll get in. Uh, Let's just get the guy that has been waiting the longest and the guy whose eligibility runs out the soonest. Put him in first. Then we'll get to the next guy. The problem with that, Dave, is on one level, there's some really good first-year candidates coming up next year. Um, So that's one issue I have. But the biggest issue by far and something I need to address is offensive line. I'm okay that only one guy got in. Steve Hutchinson is a pro football Hall of Famer, and deservedly so. But I got to tell you, Dave, what he was asked to do 
as a left guard in a West Coast offense in Seattle and Minnesota is not even close to what Tony Baselli was asked to do in Jacksonville. I got time at all five spots. All my starts were the interior trio, Fanica, Hutchinson, incredible players. I watched them my whole career. But Tony Baselli was asked to block Bruce Smith, Derek Thomas, Jason Taylor, one-on-one for seven-step drops. No help, just block him. And here's the deal. Steve Hutchinson himself would tell mm-hmm. you that what Tony Baselli was asked to do was much, much more difficult. The issue I have, Dave, is that Tony Baselli is better, significantly better than a bunch of guys already in the Hall of Fame. That's poor. And people say, well, he didn't play enough games. He played more games than Dwight Stevenson or Gale Sayers or Terrell Davis or Kenny Easley. He played almost 100 games. You won't find a former player that will say that Tony Baselli didn't play long enough. And I good luck finding a former player that will say that Tony Baselli wasn't the best left tackle and arguably best offensive lineman along with Larry Allen during his six years. If that's the case, he's got to be in. If he's better than other guys that are in, he's got to be in. If he could do what these other guys did, but they can't do what he did, he's got to be in. I'm not going to disagree with you that Tony Baselli deserves to be in and will get in at some point. But when he's on the same ballot with Steve Hutchinson, who's a seven-time Pro Bowler, a seven-time All-Pro, five on the first, second, uh, two times. This is a guy who's part of the all-2000s, all-decade team. You know he's not going to get in on a ballot in which he appears with Steve Hutchinson. And ultimately, yes, it is that well, why Terrell do you Davis say that? argument. Why, why do you say that? Why do you say well, that? Look, because ultimately, look, I, the biggest thing that surprised me about Terrell Davis getting in, and I, and I think Terrell Davis is a Hall of Famer similar to Tony Baselli. The thing that surprised me about Terrell Davis getting in was that he got in with LT with Ladanian Tomlinson, who did it over a long period of time. I thought Terrell Davis would never get in on a same ballot with a guy like Ladanian Tomlinson, who had a far more productive and lengthy career. Again, I think Baselli gets in, but he can't get in on a ballot in which there's a guy that did it for a long period of time. And part of that is the offensive line uh, bias. I mean, you could make an argument that two offensive linemen rather than two safeties should have gotten in on this class. But yes, that is part of the difficulty of being an offensive lineman on the ballot. I, I don't know how many have had two offensive linemen get in. I just don't think you can take, and would you agree that you can't take Baselli over Hutchinson being looking at the entire. No, uh, the I entire don't agree with career. that at all. Not, not, not at all. Okay. Not at all. Cause here's why Dave, have you ever, do you ever do anything with the Olympics? Do you ever do anything with the Olympics? Yep. 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 What did you do? I hosted the, uh, well, you're probably knocked this. I hosted the tennis event, the studio coverage, Rio tennis event. Okay. So here's why I ask you that. 
you know how what are the sports where degree of difficulty comes into play diving is it gymnastics too maybe where like there is a factor for degree of difficulty all right and that that matters because you can just do a dive off the diving board but if you do four flips and three turns that's more impressive before you dive than two flips and one turn right or gymnasts there are certain dismounts or certain things they do in the floor routine figure skating figure skating okay figure skating some men and women have much more difficult routines than others okay tony baselli's degree of difficulty with what he was asked to do is much more difficult than what steve hutchinson or alan fanica were asked to do you you are rewarding a guy and i think those guys are fantastic but you are rewarding a guy because he dove into the pool nine times and had no splash. But Tony Baselli only did it six times, but he did eight front flips and three side, whatever you call them, before he did it. Like, what's more impressive? A guy diving into a pool nine or ten times or a guy five or six times doing crazy flips in the air before he dives into the pool. Like, you won't find a guy, Dave. You won't find a single person that played that will say that Steve Hutchinson or any often, most often was a better player than Tony Baselli. It's really this simple to me. Tony Baselli could have moved into left guard and could have done what Steve Hutchinson did. There is no way Steve Hutchinson could have moved out to left tackle and done what Tony Baselli did. This sounds like I'm bashing Steve Hutchinson. It's not. I played left guard. That's where most of my starts were. Steve mm. Hutchinson was tremendous. He was excellent. It's just not as hard of a position. It, it, it's just not as it's just not as difficult. It's just not First as hard. Off. It's not as impressive. You stuck the landing on making the first ever comparison between figure skating, diving, to football. Bravo, sir. Perfect 10 on that analogy. A perfect 10 on that. I just don't think in that respect should you penalize a guy who played guard versus a guy who played tackle. You have to factor in that Hutchinson did it for more than a decade. Came into the one in 2001, left the league in 2012, member of the all-decade team. Just too far a body of work. Baselli will get in. Before we go, and I can't believe we're on a time on a Tuesday, how would we go into the Hall of Fame? I was clearly not a Hall of Fame athlete. Still working on that whole broadcasting thing. Probably don't make the Hall of Fame in the broadcasting wing. So where would I fall in the Hall of Fame. And what about Ross Tucker? I guess my two most unique and talented traits are one, my ability to make the best Bloody Mary anywhere. I cannot go to any restaurant that makes a better Bloody Mary than me. And number two, I don't know if you know this about me, Ross Tucker. I have Hall of Fame sock game. 
We don't get to see my socks here on Home and Home. You don't get to see my socks much on television, which begs the question, why the fuck do I spend so much time finding unique and clever socks when nobody sees them? That might be the dumbest hobby I've ever had in my life. But yes, it is my passion. I have great sock game, and the ones I'm wearing right now, if I can show them on the show, are Bloody Mary socks. No, I don't wear shoes here on Home and Home. Why would I? I'm in my attic. I'm rocking some Bloody Mary socks, combining my two Hall of Fame traits. What are yours, Tucker? So, for one, we're going to talk about this more tomorrow, because I don't even know why you wear socks at home, especially socks like that. That we need. <laughs> Who wears fancy socks with a t-shirt? You're a weirdo, and we're going to have to discuss this tomorrow. I'll tell you about yeah. socks. Here's what you need to know about socks. Socks are for losers, Okay. Every day in which you put on socks and or tie laces, you lost that day, all right? I never wear socks. I wear slip-on shoes. Winning, hashtag winning, yes. Uh, My Hall of Fames, there are three. I would be in the Hall of Fame for best three-point shooting all-county offensive linemen ever. Because there aren't very many all-county offensive linemen that could shoot the three like I could. Number two, I believe I would be in the Journeyman Offensive Lineman Broadcasters Hall of Fame. There aren't a lot of Journeyman Offensive Linemen that get into broadcasting or have any measure of success because, frankly, who gives a shit what a Journeyman Offensive Lineman has to say? Next, (laughs) Press Box Food Journalism Hall of Fame. I basically invented the category, okay? And someday, as it grows, there will be a Press Box Food Journalist Hall of Fame, and I'd like to think that I would be the founding member, Dave Briggs. You absolutely will found that future Hall of Fame. Have you ever been able to monetize this? Like, can you have, before we go, a Press Box Food Cookbook or, or cooking segment in the press box with the chef on Instagram? Like, how do we take it to the next level? Yeah, I'm kind of working on that on some level, but we got to figure it out because I'd love to. I like monetizing things. I'm into monetizing I, things. I am, I, in the, a, I, am in the, I am in the attempt to monetize things Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, you are with Cameo and with... Uh, front page and all the things you do. I think up next is a press box cooking show with Ross Tucker. I'm happy to be behind the scenes. I will produce it. You can be the star of the show with different chefs at every stop, college and NFL stadiums. Boom. Billion dollar idea. That might be my first here on the program. That's generally your category. Hall of Famer Ross Tucker. I'm Dave Briggs. We'll see you tomorrow. Hi, everyone. This is Dave Briggs. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. exclusively on the Radio.com app or at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.